Hi there, how's it going? Welcome to episode 39 of Enhancing the Human Experience. In this episode, it's all about what to do when you feel like giving up, when you just don't even want to play the game anymore. Happens to the best of us. And it doesn't matter what we're doing, what field, what line of work we're in. There are some days where you just don't want to continue anymore. You just want to say, you know what, I'm done. I want to throw in the towel. I don't think I've ever heard a successful person say that it was smooth sailing all the way until they realized their goals. What I always hear them say is, I wanted to give up so many times. I wanted to quit so many times, but I'm really glad that I didn't because I finally made it. And my takeaway from hearing them say that and from hearing a bunch of people say similar things is that the way to win the game of life, which is all a game against our own self, right? It's us against us. The way to win the game of life is to just stay in it. If it sucks for a day, if it sucks for three days, stay in it. And we're going to, I'll share with you some of my ideas, what to do when it sucks. And these are thought tools. These are really powerful um, mechanisms to get to re-energize ourselves, recommit, refocus. And I, I use them all the time. I actually collect these, you know, because I face that kind of stuff all the time. <laughs> and I'm sure you do too in whatever you're doing, right? I don't, I don't think any human being is immune to this. And so I think it's really important to talk about this, this all the time. And I've dedicated other episodes to this in the past where we talk about, you know, the analogy of it's like a storm, you know, the storms of the mind will come upon us. Some days you wake up and everything is smooth sailing. There is like blue ocean ahead and you just plow full steam ahead. Other days you wake up and it is a raging storm in your mind, a storm of doubt and negativity. But like I said, you know, the successful people have, have the same, the people who have succeeded and realized some of the same goals that we're after in our own lives, they have faced the same things as us. And so I, when you look to those people and say, hey, you know, how did they do it? And listen to their biographies and their stories, it sucked for them too, many times. And you know what? They just kept pushing. And that seems to be the common takeaway is that stick with it, stay with it. I know that um, if you've ever read George Leonard's book, Mastery, which is a really amazing book, that was his, like the underlying message that Life is an endless series of plateaus, and the only thing we we need to do is to realize that for one, and stay with the practice, and continually stay with the practice. And even when it seems like you're going backwards, making like negative progress, if that's even a term, I don't even know if that's even a thing, but if you're like thinking you're actually losing ground, moving towards your goal, sticking with it, sticking with it, and then there, then you will r- realize a new level, new plateau, and transcend the level of understanding and experience and activity that you were at. So he talks about it as well. You know, he was a, a uh, lifetime, he is a lifetime Aikido practitioner and writer and journalist. And so, you know, he, he knows what he's talking about because he sticks with it and the success only comes after sticking with it. Too often, our mind talks us out of continuing before we've even realized our goal or realized or got into a point where, you know, we, we have achieved any amount of thing. And this is what I think keeps so many people stuck, myself included at different times, is, is the mind talks you out of it and says, well, 
well, it will use any number of tactics, and that's why I will go over my list here of my favorite tactics to combat that, because it is us against ourselves. So whatever you're pushing into, I think that, you know, uh, we all face this. There's simply no doubt. And I do equate it to to a storm, and I also equate it to uh, sailors on the sea moving towards their destination, their port, and these storms arise, and you know we, they, they have to stay the course. You can't turn back every time a storm comes, just like you, you and I can't turn back every time we, real, we encounter any type of resistance within our own mind and our own thinking. We have to push forward because that's the only way progress happens. And so these four ideas I use all the time, and I'm going to share them with you here so you can put them in your bag of tricks. You probably have some of these in your bag of tricks as, as uh, already. So, you know, the first thing that I like to do is, number one, remember that it's all in your mind. It really is all in your mind. Any doubt, any indecision or anxiety or questioning about whether you're on the right path or whether you're worthy enough, or whether you're good enough to do what you're doing, right? Moving toward your goal, whatever it is in any industry, it's all in your mind. You know, the, the reality is the, the world doesn't really care what, you, what we do. Other people don't really care what we do. We have our own mission in life. And when we entertain those, those ideas of doubt, we just have to realize that it's all in our own mind. And it comes back to this notion that it's us versus ourselves. And the only thing we need to do is to go to battle, put on our gear and our armor and go into battle with our own doubts and negativities. And so that's number one, is to simply realize that it's all in your mind. Now, along with that, coincides with that is, is a, like a sub, uh, a sub idea that I want to share with you. And that is the notion that at the end of the day, whatever we do here in this world, we know we can't take anything with us. We can't take our success or our achievements, but we can take the person that we've become, the, the, the work we've done that has polished our soul or caused us to overcome doubts, limitations, limiting self-beliefs, and we've, we've harnessed the creative power of thought. We've harnessed the mind. We can take that with us, right? That comes with us. And so at the end of the day, that since that's the only thing we can take with us, that is of supreme importance. And so if we remember that, that we're taking um, the, the betterment of our cosmic soul, our cosmic body to the next plane, wherever that is, that that is like the underlying idea of what we can take with us. And so I think it's really important. It ties in with number one of knowing that it's all in your mind and knowing that we're engaged with this battle. So number two in my bag of tricks here of these tactics to go into battle with the mind is to make sure you're doing the right thing. There is a probability that you've chosen the path that is not in full alignment with who you are and your unique set of talents, gifts, attributes, the thing you came here to do. And I like the Japanese symbol or the Japanese ideology of ikigai, and you can Google that online. It's a it's really concise way to look at your life, and it is essentially the, your reason for being. All of us come into the world with certain gifts and talents and aptitudes and passions 
that we have to know ourselves in order to know how we can leverage all, all of those because that's our solid gold right there. For each of us, that's where, that's where our treasure chest is. You know, Joseph Campbell talks about it in the sense that uh, the treasure is in the cave that you fear to enter or follow your bliss. Those types of ideas that he talked about tie in really nicely and parallel with this ikigai symbol, which is essentially, you know, what do you love to do? What are you good at? What does the world need? And what can you get paid for? Once though the intersection of those four concentric, you know, those four circles, the intersection there is your ikigai. And it's you know, I don't know why this isn't, maybe it was taught in school and I just wouldn't pay attention that day, but so valuable, what, you know, knowing that, and you can ask yourself, all right, do I love what I'm doing? Is it, is it something I'm good at? Is it something that the world values? Because oftentimes we're, you may be doing something the world doesn't value. And can you get paid for, for this, right? Is it something that the world needs? If it doesn't fit all those criterias, then there's going to be a link. There's going to be a hole in what we're doing, and so that's a potential problem. But back to this uh, number two here is making sure you're on the right path. That there is a probability for all of us because we are so uh, the mind is so powerful, and it can lead us down roads that may not be the best for us. Right? It can talk us into doing things that may not be the best for us, and this comes from living in culture and society we we have maybe looked at what our what worked for our neighbor and we think well it worked for them i'm going to do it or uh this is the hot new trend i'm going to do the hot new trend my you know i've i've talked about this before in different capacities in the sense that we want to be really careful not to look outward for what we should be doing but to look inward for what we should be doing and that is in fact the way we we transcend this but to make sure you're on the right path, you listen to your higher self, listen to what's in your heart, listen to that small voice in your mind, your intuition, your gut feeling that's telling you, hey, this is the thing you should do. It's, it's really, it's a quiet voice. It's not booming. It's not loud. It's a sense. It's a gut feeling. It's intuition. And I think a lot of us, myself included, have not honored that enough and have not cultivated that, that relationship with our intuition enough. And so we are more or less susceptible to making errors in judgment. And I've recently thought of these of this notion that, hey, if, if we listen to the mind, if we overthink too many things, we're going to get into trouble. Thinking is a tool, and it's, it's, it's not meant to guide us. It's meant to, our, our thinking mind is, helped to, is meant to help us get to the destination, but it's not meant to come up with a destination on its own. And I think a lot about that because if we allow our mind to run us, that's back to the that what I was talking about earlier. If we allow our mind to make high-level important decisions for us, we got a real problem because the mind is prone to delusion. You know, we live in a world of delusion, and the only I want to say north star or guiding light is our soul, is our soul wisdom and soul knowledge, our higher selves, our intuition, and that is has nothing to do with the mind. The mind is the tool. The mind is of the material world here. And so many people get into problems letting the mind guide them and not listening to the higher selves, their intuition. So this 
Number two here, to make sure you're doing the right thing, listen to your heart. Listen to what's in your your what your intuition is telling you. Listen to what your gut is telling you. And it might be something totally different than what the world is telling you you should do. That's very common, right? And that even makes it a lot harder to do the thing because when everyone else is doing this and your intuition is telling you to do something different, it's going to be challenging. It's going to feel like you're swimming upstream. But just know that you've got the, if you're listening to your intuition, you're, you're much better off than listening to your mind. And oftentimes, as a side note, what the herd is doing is typically not right because most people are ruled by ego mind. They're living in the delusion of all doing the same thing, whatever the herd is doing, I'm going to do. And what are the people that typically succeed in any field or endeavor? They typically do the contrary. They typically are acting contrary to what the herd is. And so it's really powerful. Tune into your intuition. That is number two. Number three here, when you feel like giving up, is to review your why. Why did you start in the first place? What is your reason for doing what you're doing? And when you're thinking about your why, I always think about what Jim Rohn said. If you have a strong enough why, you will find a way how to do it. The, what, the how will emerge if you have a strong enough why. Super, really powerful. So reviewing your why, and, and I actually keep an, a list, you know, whether you want to do it in digital form or maybe do it, I have an eight by 10 piece of paper and I've got digital notes too of why I started, why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. And you know what? I add new, new whys to that list all the time. And that becomes your fuel, right? That helps you move toward, that helps you dig in deep when you feel like giving up. One of the, probably one of the most powerful tools when you feel like giving up. So keep a why list. Uh, could be to make better experiences for yourself, to bring better life for your family, to do good in the world, right? To help alleviate suffering, to uh, spread the good the good word, to spread truth, um, wisdom, knowledge, uh, help other people. Your, your why list will grow immensely once you start looking for, for reasons why you're doing it. But if you don't have a strong enough why, that could be a real problem and could make you feel like giving up. And last but certainly not least on the list, number four here is to review your vision and review your end outcome and actually go beyond just reviewing it, but get into it. This is where Neville Goddard talks about feeling, feeling yourself in the, into that experience. And this is getting in a relaxed state. This is um, feeling yourself in that experience, doing the things um getting the sensations, whatever your end outcome is, whatever your vision is, and hopefully you have one, because if you don't, that's that, that's a critical component to realizing your goal. Whatever your vision is for how you want your life to be and the experiences that you want to have in life, put yourself in those experiences and do it at least once a day, ideally twice a day, morning and evening, and that will re-energize you and refuel you. And that's like putting your psychic energy in the experience that you want to have, and it will you'll be pulled to that experience. And there are un, there are unforeseen uh, help. There's unforeseen help available to us in the intelligent universe in which we live, where everything is where it's it's all intelligent energy, right? There is help available to us that we can't even see or understand or comprehend. But if we have that faith and that belief that we w- we have already realized our goal and our end outcome, our desired outcome. That's 
that's going to bring in this intelligent energy to help cause that, right? And it may be uh, a chance encounter with someone that you need to meet to help further your progress or an idea that will come to you or who knows what. It, it is literally endless. And this is where the narrow blinders that human beings typically have on, they think, well, I, I don't see anything in my field of vision now in, in the material world physically that will help me. I'm all on my own. Well, we're never on our own. We are supported by this intelligent universe all the time in, in every way, shape, and form. But if we don't do our part, which is putting our psychic energy and imagining ourselves in that experience and getting the full sensation, engaging all of our senses, all of our all of our physical, you know, presence in that experience, then we won't. We, the, the help does not come to us because we have to remember that we're creating this. We're we're co-creating this whole experience, and where we think we are in our mind the universe is going to like show up and reflect that, you know, what we, when we project our psychic energy back to that place we want to be, the universe will project different experiences to us in the right way at the right time. So really powerful is to review your vision and your end goals and actually put yourself in that experience. So those are my four favorite, I want to say tools or techniques for what to do when you feel like giving up. So I I hope that's been beneficial to you. And we'll go ahead and end the show there. I certainly appreciate you for listening. And as always, um, I hope you have a fantastic week. Until next time, all the best, health, wealth, and success. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.